with Carrie Murphy is on. Is on. Our countdown of the top 16 NASCAR Cup Series drivers of the 2018 racing season will continue on tomorrow's show, but let's get you caught up with all the news of the week. Jamie McMurray is trading in his racing helmet for a microphone and joining the Fox Sports crew as an analyst for the 2019 season. He's going to be part of that new virtual studio crew based in Charlotte, North Carolina. The all-new 2019 Cup Series Mustang was revealed recently in a Ford Performance video online. They were out at Charlotte Motor Speedway's Roval course, and it looked amazingly slick, very much like the production model you can buy right now. Joey had some cool wheels on that thing and had a bit of fun doing some drifting on that Roval road course, even doing some donuts, too. This was interesting. An interview with team owner Rick Hendrick recently revealed that Jeff Gordon is the heir apparent to the throne next in line to take over Hendrick Motorsports. When Rick decides to step away, he jokingly even said he'll be one year longer than his friend Roger Penske because, you know, everything's a race. Ryan Blaney clues us in on his off-season plans. I'm going to Hawaii Saturday in like a few days. I've never been before. It wasn't my first choice, but the group I was with wanted to go. I would like to go somewhere other than America uh, to try to change up the culture. I think that's enough of a culture change down in Hawaii to kind of experience some new things. But yeah, I'm going there, and then I'll probably go out snowboarding out west for a little while. My sister's having her kid in January, so I, I got to be in town for that, so I'm making sure I'm around. Like us at Facebook.com slash The Final Lap. Like us. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Gifts and packages shipped with care. So you can relax in knowing they'll soon be there. Now at Staples, you get 15% off UPS shipping services and 15% off all shipping supplies. Plus, Staples is open seven days a week. So you can ship around your schedule this holiday. And still get everything out in time while spending less. Staples, there's a whole lot in store this holiday. Exclusions apply. In-store only. See associate for details. Ends 122918. smile on everyone's face this holiday with great gifts from Amazon with low prices and fast free delivery with Prime for everything you need this holiday visit Amazon Breakfast with Joe and Evo. Let's just state the facts. I mean, I'm a highly successful NFL head coach. Did you just listen to that question I just answered? Don't let your life pass you by. Well, it was a challenge that I didn't meet today, so. Did a poor job coaching. Poor job Let's just state the facts. I mean, I'm a highly successful NFL head coach. I'm so tired. You're fired. 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 And kind of painful. Tough day for the Thorson family, no doubt. Mike McCarthy relieved of his head coaching duties at the Green Bay Packers. The Joe and Ebo Show. Mornings from 6 to 10. The Zone. Do you suffer from chronic pain? Hi, my name is Tim O'Brien, owner of Apple Wellness, The Healthy Place. If pain is a part of your life, you need to know about CBD oil. All the benefits that you've heard about from medicinal marijuana and cannabis oil are true of CBD oil without the high. CBD strengthens the endocannabinoid system, which is what's responsible for homeostasis or balance in the body. This is why CBD is an excellent natural alternative for stress, anxiety, depression, and pain management. 
We are seeing exciting testimonies every day by encouraging customers to try CBD. We only recommend brands that are safe, legal, and effective. CBD is available at both of our Apple Wellness locations in Fitchburg across from the Super Target and in Sun Prairie across from the Costco and New Theater. Stop by Apple Wellness to see what potency and brand is best for your pain needs. CBD might just be the greatest discovery of our generation. Come to our Fitchburg or Sun Prairie location or check us out online at apple-wellness.com. Apple Wellness, the healthy place. Come visit with us. We'll come to you. Or you can simply go online and pre-plan your wishes. This is Pete Gunderson. Pre-planning relieves your family of additional stress and allows you to make all of the personal decisions yourself. Plus, if you own a current plan elsewhere, it's transferable to Gunderson. Learn more at GundersonFH.com. Your hometown life celebration center. Gunderson This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, you know the lead story this week is going to be, will we see a white Christmas? It's five minutes after five o'clock on a Monday morning. Glad you're along with us. I am Farm Director Pam Yonke. Here it is the 17th day of December, but looking at our weather, feels a little bit more like November maybe. Actually, probably more mild than what we experienced in November. Sunshine today and 34 are expected high. Overnight low down to 22. Tomorrow, sunshine and 40 degrees. Wednesday, under partly sunny skies, we'll bounce up to 42 degrees. Yesterday, when I was driving around Madison, glanced down at my uh, temperature gauge, and we were at 45. So this mild stuff definitely uh, helping get that holiday shopping done. But like I said, probably not so good for those that want a white Christmas. Stu Muckerag, meteorologist, joins us live via Skype in just a little bit. He'll give us our weather details. Also up before 6 o'clock, taking a closer look at some of the trade activity we see, saw last week. China back in the marketplace, but the market didn't really pay a lot of attention to the volume that they purchased. Is that going to change this week? We're going to hear about it from a North Dakota state crop economist before 6. When you think of Palmer Amaranth, water hemp, ragweed, and mare's tail, doesn't it just make you want to give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post-emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built-in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds. Pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at DiflexDuo.us. Always read and follow label instructions. Hey, Wisconsinites, when we all get in on energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for some big rewards. Simple upgrades to your home or business through Focus on Energy puts money back into your pocket. And it does more than you think for our state, like supporting 1,200 new jobs per year and returning nearly $6 for every dollar invested in energy efficiency. From free LED bulbs to home energy assessments, Focus on Energy makes it easy and affordable. So let's all get in on energy efficiency at wisconsinisin.com. I don't know. Doesn't look like there's going to be a white Christmas necessarily, but it's early in the week. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, where, quite frankly, the weekend was fairly balmy. I'll tell you what, as we talk about the holiday season and this weather, one thing we do look forward to in Wisconsin is some severe weather that's going to knock back our insect population. Scott Schultz, you had a chance to find out what kind of pests we dealt with in the growing season of 2018. Nice to have those babies in the rearview mirror. It sure is. I had Brian Jensen at the UW Extension Pest Management Update meetings a little while ago telling me that there's good news and bad news 
where uh, things like corn rootworms and water hemp are concerned. I asked them about the corn rootworm situation and their beetles in this year's crops. Well, good news, bad news. Let me start quickly with the, the bad news. Uh, right now we have four BT proteins that are available, and all four we have seen some resistance issues in the state of Wisconsin. So I think it's a good time that we start managing for resistance. And what's helping us right now is what you suggested. In the last five years, beetle numbers have been extremely low. In looking at Department of Ag's uh, rootworm beetle surveys um, on continuous corn, those beetles, beetle numbers, as, as I mentioned, are, are way low. And I think from an economic standpoint, from a management standpoint, we should start taking advantage of those low numbers. Okay, and those low numbers are, are good news, like you said, but that uh, BT um, non-performance issue, that could be a matter of, uh, uh, that could be a problem. It, it could be, but if we start managing for that resistance now, uh, we're going to delay any resistance, and that's a good thing. Now, also some more uh, tongue-in-cheek bad news. To help manage for resistance, we really need to be out scouting for our beetles uh, during the egg laying time, uh, middle part of August through early September. Uh, you know, I say that tongue-in-cheek because it is work. Corn is not fun to be in at that time of the year. Um, but from a little bit of scouting, we can have enough data uh, to better manage our rootworm beetles. And even, you know, in some cases in the Department of Ag survey, they have found some fields that have not had any beetles in. That's surprising, uh, and it's only one data point. Uh, but I, I think the take-home message is there that uh, not all fields will have problems with rootworms, and uh, it opens up the possibility of using other management practices to uh, other less expensive management practices than just BT hybrids. Talk about some of the uh, BT-resistant management practices. Uh, rotation might be in there. What are some of the other issues? Well, you mentioned rotation. I joke with people, and not necessarily joking, but the top three management practices for rootworms are rotation, rotation, and rotation. So don't lose sight of that. However, I understand, you know, not all cases is rotation an option. One of the, because of the low beetle uh, populations right now, one thing to consider on the continuous corn, if you have that scouting information, is the high rate of a soil applied, or excuse me, the high rate of the seed treatments. That's relatively inexpensive and coupled with extremely low beetle numbers. That may be an excellent practice, but you got to have that beetle scouting background uh, to make that decision uh, affordable and then also practical. Other options that we have used since uh, I've been around, which is sometimes too long, are uh, soil applied insecticides. You know, back before the BT hybrids became available, that is what we use to control corn rootworms. And they have not changed. You know, the good products are still good products. They still control beetle even in high uh, situations. Um, but, you know, so if you have a... Uh, the boxes on your planter for the granules, um, that should be something to really consider. Uh, if you don't have the, uh, the boxes for granules on your planter, I understand it's, it's an expense to either buy the boxes or get your planter plumb for the liquid insecticides. 
keeping them off off uh, on their heels, basically, with different management practices. Then, yeah, exactly, uh, diversifying things. And you know, I'm not saying don't use the BT hybrids, not at all. But pick and choose them based on your beetle scouting. Use those hybrids in your highest fields uh, to where you get the most value, and in those other fields with uh, less pressure, then use a, a different practice. And again, rotation is always uh, great if you can use it. Well, you only said rotation once, so we can say rotation twice more. Rotation, rotation. <laughs> All right. And that beetle, the, the good news on the beetle is that is that a statewide look at things or are there patches here and there that are better than others across the state? Yeah, as far as the numbers, uh, the fields that are over threshold are scattered throughout the field. It's not just southwestern Wisconsin or southern Wisconsin. Um, but roughly, I think, based on DATCAP's number in 2018, roughly 10% of the fields were over threshold statewide last year. That's extremely low. So, you know, with scouting, and I understand and I know, I've done it before, uh, it takes time. It's not fun to be in the cornfield at that time of the year, but, you know, with a little bit of time, we can make better decisions. And then, Brian, you also were talking today about soybean aphids. What are we, how are soybean aphids going in the state these days? And especially up in this area, uh, they were pretty high this past August. You know, we had a few years in a row there, at least two years in a row, where numbers were very low. But this year, numbers creeped up, uh, in some cases exploded in a very short period of time. It's, it was at a time period which was much later in the, in the summer, uh, early to mid even late August, and those that timing, I think, is really hard for crop advisors, for farmers um, to make a decision because there's so many variables involved with, a, uh, with management. Obviously, those uh, Asian beetles that uh, aren't, are in my house aren't taking care of the soybeans out in my neighborhood, so what are the other practices that we need to be looking at? Well, again, I hate to mention it, but scouting is, is the first uh, thing you need to do. Um, and scouting over time, what's great is to have uh, counts on a weekly basis so you can see which way the population is going. Is it leveling off? Is it increasing, decreasing? That's really important. You know, about our only line of defense for soybean aphids at that time of the year is a foliar insecticide application. Uh, and, and those can be very effective. However, we do need to be concerned about insecticide resistance. So with that, what I, I'm, I'm saying is use them when needed, but don't spray it below threshold levels. Doing that will potentially just make things worse for you. You can kill off those beneficial insects. Uh, you can get a resurgence in aphid populations after that. Also, by killing off some visuals, you can get uh, spider mite outbreaks. And then uh, uh, by using an insecticide when not needed, you're increasing the chance for resistance. Do we have any ideas why some years we get a boost in aphids like this? No. Any other questions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean that tongue-in-cheek. But yeah. no, we don't always know. But I can guess. I think a lot of it has to do with the presence of beneficials. Uh, I think uh, also a lot of it has to do with weather as well. Uh, aphids like that moderate summer weather, you know, mid-70s, maybe low 80s. And if we get that type of weather uh, without huge driving rains, uh, that can um, lead to population increases. Um, 
So is, I don't think it's just one thing, but when the stars, the moon, and the sun all line up, then you could have problems. Um, and it's hard to predict, but if you're out scouting on a regular basis, uh, you got the information you need. Yeah. And that scouting should be pretty much all along? I think once a week uh, you can spot check starting middle of uh, July uh, if you have the time. And then by spot checking, you're not spending a lot of time in each field, but you're, you got a better idea, a better feeling for when aphids are starting to build up. And when they do, um, then you can spend more time and do more thorough scouting. And what that does is it uh, gives you time to be prepared. All right, thanks a lot, Brian, for that information. Brian Jensen, UW Pest Management Specialist. From the northern end of the world's longest barn, this is Scott Schultz. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Hi, this is Dave Gary for the Princeton Clubs. Thanks for making this our best year ever. If you're not a member yet, this is your last chance to lock in 2018 pricing at the Princeton Clubs before rates increase January 1st. Did you know that when you join the Princeton Clubs, your membership rate is locked in? It never goes up, guaranteed, for as long as you're a member. It's how we've always done it, for 32 years now. Think about this. As the Princeton Clubs grow with more locations and get better every year, your rate stays the same. So let's get started today and lock in your low rates, starting at just $41 a month each based on our 24-month couples membership. With locations all over the Madison area, plus our brand-new location in Fitchburg, now's the time to join Madison's best health club before rates increase January 1st. Let's make 2019 your year and start feeling your best. Visit PrincetonClub.net for a free trial pass. Recently, I have just gone through something that I wish no one would have to go through in their lives, spending the last moments with my father who suffered from Alzheimer's disease. I held his hand as we watched the Packers come from behind and tie the game. I said to my father, you have to cross your fingers, Dad. The Packers might lose. We need you now. At that moment, he crossed his fingers and closed his eyes. And the Packers went on to win that game. In honor of my father's memory, all this month, Chalmers Jewelers will be donating a portion of sales to Alzheimer's Research. So when you come into Chalmers Jewelers and you pick out that beautiful gift for the love of your life, you'll also be giving a wonderful gift to someone else's loved one who's suffering from Alzheimer's. So when you want to show just how you feel, stop into Chalmers Jewelers Middleton or Madison. Work in the back 40 like it's only a 20. It's Pam Yonke and the Wisconsin Farm Report. 519 now as we get rolling on a Monday that's very, very mild. Hope you had a chance to enjoy some of this weather over the weekend. Let's find out what's ahead. Stumach, Ag Meteorologist, joining us live via Skype. You made a good point, Stu and I were just talking about all the outdoor activities you got to, to take advantage of. But there is mud out there, as my two little Sheltie dogs will attest. Uh, they they bring plenty of it in the house. But you know what? i got to be honest. I think it's a fair trade-off for the 17th of December to have this out there and pretty comfortable. Oh, absolutely. We were really fortunate. The weekend was so very mild. 
Did you know a weak cool front passed through last night, though? And today it's going to be cooler, almost 10 degrees cooler than what we enjoyed yesterday. May seem like a big change, but believe it or not, even 10 degrees cooler is still above normal for this time of the year. So still a mild day today. We'll warm it up really quickly again right on on toward Excuse me, right on toward Tuesday and Wednesday, but there'll be another frontal system building in then at that time, and that next little boundary, a warm front first extending in, could mean on toward Wednesday afternoon that some light rain develops, and it's more likely overnight Wednesday into Thursday that rain is seen, and mostly rain. I think that's what we're going to talk about a lot of the time here with this one, and it could be a tenth of an inch, maybe up to a quarter, but I'd expect to be on that lower side, but some rainfall, especially around Wednesday night into Thursday, kind of damp at that point, temperature staying mild, a little cooler as we head toward the end of the week. Nothing drastic, though, no major arc outbreaks are in store you know winter officially begins for friday and we're not going to have that winter outbreak that really nasty cold air suddenly build in there's not that big snowstorm either so if you're still waiting to get out in the snowmobile or the atv and enjoy the snow uh, we're not having much fortune with that it's going to be staying overall kind of dry with that exception of rain around the mid part of the week so really uh, another pretty quiet weeks in store the temperatures are still going to be pretty workable so I've still got some outdoor plans, and I'm sure a lot of the rest of you do take advantage of it. I'll have forecast details right after this. In farming, getting things done early has a way of setting you up for success, like using Corvus for an early season win over weeds. Corvus keeps even the toughest weeds from gaining a foothold. Multiple sites of action deliver superior control of emerged weeds. And later, Corvus reactivates with just a half inch of rain to take out any new weeds that may have sprouted. So get an early season win against weeds with Corvus for end-of-season rewards. Always read and follow label instructions. Corvus is a restricted-use pesticide. Get unbiased results to choose the best seed for your fields from the independent first test. I'm Shannon Latham, talking first soybean results from Wisconsin. New Latham 2638 was the top performer for the GT27 category in the Arlington All-Season Test, topping 70 bushels. And two Latham numbers, 2539R2 Extend and 2482R2, produced over 80 bushels in Wisconsin South. See it all at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. 522 now, so let's talk a little bit more, Stu. Somebody was just saying this might be as warm as we get today, though, or is it going to improve? Oh, I think we'll add a couple of degrees to this yet today, but not a whole lot. So, yeah, we are kind of down where we are going to end up for the daytime. Uh, we'll look for sunshine, of course. High pressure is built in behind that little cool front. The front just pulling away from southeast Wisconsin this morning, so it's out of here meant no precipitation at all, but it will still mean some sun today, and I expect some mid-30s for most of us, you know, a few degrees more mild than we are right now, and that's in spite of a north breeze at 5 to 10. Now we'll stay clear overnight, drop back down toward the low 20s, the northwest winds about 5, a sunny day Tuesday, and here's where it turns around low or maybe even a mid-40 in southern Wisconsin. South winds will be around 5 to 10, but Wednesday is the day mostly cloudy, light rain, maybe a little drizzle, call it that if you will, midday in western Wisconsin, afternoon elsewhere, and temperatures in the low 40s with that rain trying to develop Wednesday, and more likely Wednesday night into Thursday, then Pam, some rain showers, scattered activity, mild enough air, we don't have to worry too much about any kind of a mix, but a little damp on toward the end of the week. All right, we'll take that. Good enough. Thanks, buddy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow.
Have a good Monday. Yeah. Stumach, Ag Meteorologist, along with us in those weather details. Uh, like I say, around the state, it is mild no matter where you are. I'll start off in La Crosse, where you're clear, sitting at 28 degrees. Mauston, clear and 28. Madison at the airport, clear and 32 degrees. Fond du Lac, you're clear and 28. Oshkosh, clear and 28. So right now it looks like Madison, the hot spot as far as this weather. But boy, uh, take it and run. We all know that it can change and change in a hurry. Coming up after 5.30, there's changes in uh, the future for our Wisconsin dairy farmers. Dr. Mark Stevenson with the Center for Dairy Profitability is going to be hitting the road in uh, January right away to try to help dairy farmers understand the latest ramifications on our 2018 Farm Bill and the new uh, dairy coverage program that they are putting in place. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. We're also going to give you an up-to-speed look on what's happening with your Christmas tree. No, not the one in your living room, but instead the one that's growing at a Wisconsin Christmas tree farm right now. They're looking at genetic improvements for your future Christmas tree. What are they? Well, you're going to have to stick around and find out about that. Markets, the word is that China is now removing its tariffs on corn. Three million um, metric bushel of U.S. corn could be bound for China. More on that after 5.30. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Work or play or just daily life, so much of our happiness depends on being able to move freely and without pain. Pam Yankee here for SSM Health. The orthopedics team at SSM Health wants to tell you about the amazing impact an orthopedic procedure or joint replacement can have on the quality of your life. They'll take time to get to know you and to understand what moves you. Maybe it's playing around a golf. Maybe it's taking an early morning walk with the dog. Their goal relieving your joint pain and getting you back to doing all the things you love most. The SSM Health Orthopedics team has an outstanding track record with joint replacement. In fact, most of their patients achieve full recovery and are able to return to doing all their favorite activities. Want more information? Go online, ssmhealth.com backslash get moving or make an appointment with one of their orthopedic specialists. Call 844-201-STEP. SSM Health, for everything that moves you. Have you been seeing ads for non-surgical body contouring popping up all over the place? How do you choose the right clinic and right treatment with so many options now? A Skincare Minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Cool sculpting has been around for over 10 years. At our clinic alone, we've performed over 1,000 treatments and continue to be amazed at the results. With many other devices, fat reduction is attempted through heat. In our experience, results can be very inconsistent and oftentimes only shrink fat cells rather than cause fat cell death, as in cool sculpting. Shrunken fat cells return with even a small amount of weight gain, whereas removed fat cells do not. Go with the treatment that has long-term proven results rather than the fat of the week. Choosing cool sculpting at Rejuvenation Clinic will provide you with the best chance of success. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Okay, class, let's all sing our 911 song. There's a fire, there's a fire. Dial 911. There's a fire, there's a fire. Dial 911. If you can't raise an arm. Dial 911. If you're suddenly having trouble speaking these words. Dial 911. Face suddenly goes all numb. Dial 
911. All of a sudden, get the worst headache of your life. Dial 911. Sudden loss of sight in one or both eyes. Dial 911. If you think stroke may be the cause, never wait to call. Dial 911. 911. Making a difference in someone's life is elementary. Know the sudden signs of stroke and dial 911 immediately if they appear. Time lost is brain lost. For more information, visit powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. You count on the serenity, the peace and quiet when you have the house all to yourself. Then the contentment is interrupted by the sound of bloop, bloop. You never hear it when everyone else is home. But the solitude of just you and you alone has your kitchen faucet wanting to carry on a serious blooping conversation. It's something Benjamin Plumbing service techs fix all the time. The majority of Benjamin Plumbing's residential repairs are more affordable than you might think. Plus, they stand by their work with a warranty on all parts, labor, and repairs. Bloop blooping leaky faucet. Contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at benjaminplumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what、uh, my family's done for a long time.、I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just ice. On the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Ebo was at the game、uh, last night. I told him that I, he would see some type、I、of record、it. fall. Yeah, I, I, I watched it too. I, for twenty minutes, I'll say this, RJ. For twenty minutes, and you knew it was going to be because Savannah State's terrible. For twenty minutes, that was as fun of a basketball. And I'm not talking fun like you know Wisconsin versus Arizona in the Elite Eight with everything on the line. Just <laughs> if you like, you know, just pure sport where you just want to be entertained and no pressure. I mean, that was a great fun first half. I mean, when you're up 45 at the half, do you just say, "Can we just get through these next 20 minutes without anybody getting hurt and get out of here?" Because that was about pretty much that second half was about as boring as it gets. I mean, you're you're watching that and like, like, did they ever Savannah State's brand of basketball? Did they ever drive much more boring? In the second half, they did. Like, but it's because they couldn't make their threes. In the first half, they would just literally, you know, walk up the court and then pull up and pop a three. That was their game, and then not play any defense. Yeah, it was Splash City though for the Badgers. They were hitting everything. Oh yeah, they were. It, it was good for the Badgers.、Uh, Savannah State's style of ball, where you're just passing it around the the outside,、it、waiting for an open. I mean, that's that's worse than what everybody would describe as Wisconsin. Yeah, that was style、terrible. of basketball. How much money I mean, do you think they paid them to come here?、Uh, 
you know, they they pay him enough. And can we get a refund? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they you, gotta play you, Iowa coming up too. Yeah, I saw that. And Iowa is more of a, a team that'll run with them, so it'll be interesting to see how that works. Just and Iowa is a good uh, perimeter defense as well. Just imagine how much that school makes from coming up to Madison, especially because they don't have to pay those kids too much after seeing their performances. <laughs> what what kids are they paying? I think he's talking about under the table. He's, he's trying to make jokes. Remember, no. we, remember what I talked about? He's Nelson. not too good at jokes, no, is he? Sometimes he brings it. Sometimes, but I mean, they're they're pretty much more misses than hits. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate failed comedy. I feel like it's going to keep swinging. <laughs> shoot or shoot, shoot, dude. Shoot, shoot, shoot. There it is. All right, so you look, uh, RJ, at uh, where Wisconsin sits, 9-2. and two. Again, you did have those two Big Ten games, so you have Grambling well, on hang Saturday. On, hang on, hang on real Go quick. Ahead. To Savannah State and the the three points, the three pointers they shot. They shot thirty nine three pointers. Yeah, uh, their total their total field goals, sixty. They shot more threes than twos. <laughs> almost two thirds. Yeah, they, they averaged, all they did they, was pull up and yeah, shoot. Yeah, they were saying they averaged like forty five or forty six three pointers a game. So Dude, Badgers held them to under their average. I I was like, what am I watching right now? I'm like, of course the Badgers are going to put up 100-some points. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to break 100, though, at the end there. No, it it got pretty great. With, like, four minutes left, I was like, I don't think this is going to happen. And they were, five, like, well, six I points think, away. I think the Badgers are like, we're going to go easy on you right now and just yeah. slow down this tempo. But but still, I mean, it, it was one of those where you're like, you're really not going to make it. Like <laughs> they, I, they squeaked by. Th- yeah, absolutely. But still, I mean, you're just watching, and you're like, they're going to get so close and not put up 100. The funniest thing in the stands was everyone was talking about how bad Savannah State was. And one guy's like, hey, look at it this way. At least they're all getting a college education because they're not going on to the pros. So at least they're staying in school. Like, that's a good way to look at <laughs> yeah, it, I guess. Good for you guys. Can I still get in, my money back? In a few years, they'll be an okay team. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, so two non-conference games left. I mean, you're going to get, I don't think, as big of a drubbing, but pretty close with Grambling on Saturday at the Kohl Center, then a bizarre road game against Western Kentucky, and then you're into the Big Ten. I, I assume we're going to be 11-2. and two. So uh, you get through this non-conference, 11-2. and two, You're going to be ranked somewhere in the top 15. I would say, RJ, I think it was you and I a couple weeks ago, that you look at, look, Michigan's having a, a good start. Uh, you know, you've got Ohio State, Wisconsin, Purdue, Iowa. But watching Wisconsin and watching the Big Ten, this is a team that can win this conference. Oh, absolutely. Um, a year ago, they were a team that we were worried was going to finish last in the conference. They can win this whole thing. Yeah. Patrick Trice is one of the best guards in the Big Ten. Yes. Like, hands down. Yeah. He's not one. He is fun. And Kobe King played well with the minutes he got with Ty Iverson Strickland on the bench. good, too. Yeah, those banks were open. Hell yeah, dude. And who cares? Ty I don't was care. fun to watch. Yeah. He, well, he, he had a, a couple careless possessions where that created up, turnovers. But like 40 who's, points. who's not going to have that? And, yeah, I mean... You're you're a much deeper team uh, than you were last year because you got guys who aren't injured and it 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 helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, there's no reason to not think this team can't contend for for the Big Ten. Um, you, you, one of the better teams in the Big Ten uh, or the country at one point. Iowa was you know top fifteen, I think. So I mean. You're you're looking at it. You went on the road in a tough environment, Carver Hawkeye, and won there. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Five thirty-five now on a Monday morning. It is the seventeenth day of December. Did you know back on this date in nineteen oh three, Orville and Wilbur Wright took the first 
flight. 12 seconds long, 120 feet on its inaugural flight. That happened on this date in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Orville and Wilbur Wright. What else happened on this date? Well, we'll wait and see if North Korea remembers Kim Jong II. He died on this date back in 2011. 1975, Squeaky Frome was sentenced to life. Remember her? She's the one that tried to assassinate President Gerald Ford. She was sentenced to life on this date back in 1975. Here in Wisconsin, happy birthday to Chief Justice Shirley Abramson. She was born in New York City on this date back in 1933. Shirley became uh, the first female to serve as Chief Justice for the Wisconsin Supreme Court. All that happened on this date. I'm Pam Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Monday in agribusiness news. We're talking markets and why the market did not respond to the two sales to China last week. Will we see something change this week? Stand by. That's coming up. We're trying to keep you posted on some of the changes under the 2018 Farm Bill. Of course, when it comes to dairy, we have a new program that we'll be working with, the Dairy Margin Coverage Program. Dr. Mark Stevenson joining us later this week to explain what he thinks that will contain. There's another program that farmers might want to pay attention to, and that has to do with legalizing hemp production across the United States. Michael Clements brings us an update on that crop. Provisions in the bill, championed by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, legalize domestic hemp and will also allow State Departments of Agriculture to be responsible for its oversight. National Hemp Association Executive Director Erica Stark says the legislation opens many doors for hemp growers. It removes hemp from the Controlled Substances Act. It will allow for legal banking, crop insurance and business liability insurance, workers' comp. It also removes the research component. Now full commercial activity will be allowed, and also the transportation of raw materials across state lines is now legal. However, Stark says this does not change any state regulations, and states that have regulations that comply with the 2014 Farm Bill pilot program will also need to revisit those provisions. Also, with full commercial activity allowed, Stark says the legislation opens domestic hemp markets, but that market developments will take time. The major bottleneck, particularly when it comes to the fiber processing where a lot of the potential for hemp lies, is that the infrastructure just isn't there. But now that it's no longer a controlled substance, we will start to see that investment. She says the focus of the National Hemp Association now turns to how the FDA will handle CBD oils and working with growers to develop programs and markets. We look forward to our transitioning now to be more of a proper trade association and building the resources that new farmers are going to need as far as best practices and general information on cultivation as well as doing what we can to help build that infrastructure. Stark says interested growers should start small. While hemp is easily grown and it will grow in all regions of the United States, just like with any other crop, it doesn't necessarily make sense to start out planting any kind of huge acreage without getting some practice and experience with the crop. 
And then the other thing to think about is finding the market before you plant it. She says the potential market and uses for hemp are no joke, and now is a good time to get involved. When they say hemp can be used in 25,000 different products, it sounds like a gross exaggeration, but really it's not. Not only are there so many products that currently can be made with hemp, hemp can make existing products better, stronger, and more sustainable. And there's a whole lot of research happening of very new and innovative. High-tech applications for hemp. The future is pretty wide open and limitless. That's Erica Stark, executive director of the National Hemp Association. I'm Michael Clements reporting. Thanks, Mike. Now remember, here in Wisconsin, they've extended the deadline to apply for a hemp production permit in 2019. It had originally been set for December 31st. They've now extended that. To March, but you still will be required to have a permit if you're going to grow the crop, process the crop, handle the crop. You want to check in with the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection for all those details. It's coming up on 5:40. Is it me? It feels like we've been changing the calendar pages pretty quick. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for my buddies at McFarland's in the heart of Sauk City. And if you've been around Wisconsin any period of time, you know pretty quick the elements are going to change. Before they change and turn against you, are you getting proactive on making sure you're ready for a Wisconsin winter? Now, listen, it starts with something as simple as examining your tires. If you don't know what a good tire tread looks like, take it to my buddies at McFarland's. Remember, everything's all under one roof. There, they've got Bridgestone, they've got Firestone tires, and they've got great deals and service. They'll take care of you. What about that chainsaw? You need to make a little firewood. Well, make sure it's tuned up and ready to handle the job. And of course, I can't stress enough: get in for service on those snow blowers and any of the winter equipment. You know you're going to ultimately rely on. Don't have to fight with it this winter if you service it today, and they can do it all under one roof. 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City, McFarlands. When you think of Palmer Amaranth, water hemp, ragweed, and mare's tail, doesn't it just make you wanna give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post-emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action, so you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built-in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds, pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at diflexduo.us. Always read and follow label instructions. Sunshine today and 34. Sunshine tomorrow and 40 degrees. Wednesday. Partly sunny skies and 42 degrees. The expected、uh, situation weather-wise, the markets don't know what to expect when it comes to China and their re-entry into the marketplace.、Uh, it was nice to see two purchases within 24 hours' time last week from China, but some say it's going to take more than that. Like Frayne Olson, he's a crop economist with North Dakota State. 1.5 to 2 million metric ton of U.S. soybeans purchased by China last week in 24 hours' time. Frayne Olson says now the market's trying to figure out how many soybeans have actually been sold to China. And really, the market response has been a bit muted to all of this. I think a lot of guys were expecting a bigger rally or some kind of bigger spike. Uh, but I, the reason is because we're getting bits and pieces, and and again, so far the purchases have, have been a little bit underwhelming. I think everybody's expecting bigger numbers, but again, we're, we'll work this through. And, and I guess as a buyer,、um, you know, if I'm sitting there looking at potentially buying a lot, I would probably take smaller pieces rather than come in and buy one big purchase. 
Frayne Olson, he's a crop economist at North Dakota State. He says right now state-owned companies have been purchasing the soybeans from the United States. Future orders will have to be a little bit bigger and involve more companies. That's going to be the real big challenge is, is how much of that buying is actually going to be follow-through buying. Um, the other thing that the Chinese agreed to do is buy agricultural products, broadly defined. Um, the official state statements coming out of the Chinese government never specifically said soybeans. Now, implied in that is they're going to buy soybeans, of course, uh, and I think they will. But I do think they're looking at a broader base of agricultural purchases, not just soybeans. So I guess that's also one of the things longer term I'm really looking for to help put some more support under the prices we're seeing today. Olson also points out that a lot of the soybeans that are now going to start moving are already sitting in the Pacific Northwest. And what I've been trying to trying to get people to think about is that the response is going to be kind of twofold. We're going to get the futures market response and then the cash market part. And the cash market's really worried about these delivery issues. Are the soybeans that are purchased going to be delivered through the PNW, which is really gives us an advantage here in North Dakota, or are they going to be delivered through the PNW out of the, the southern part because of the timing of, of all this, which means our basis levels probably won't improve very quickly. Olson says now that the sales are complete, keep an eye on the timing for delivery. The reports that are coming out right now is they're looking for delivery somewhere between uh, January and March, which is really good because that's kind of a short-term purchase. I, In my opinion, it's going to be very tough to get North Dakota soybeans to the PNW and to China in that January time frame. I think the January deliveries will likely be out of the Gulf of Mexico. I think the later on, probably February, March deliveries, we might be able to get out through the PNW, which again would give us some more support here locally. Frayne Olson, he is a crop economist with North Dakota State University. He says he is cautiously reminding farmers to take advantage of marketing any time they see it present itself. Well, markets overnight are actually holding fairly firm as far as grain. May corn is up a half right now at 385. December new crop up a half, 404 and a quarter. January beans are four cents stronger right now at 904. November new crop beans two and a half higher at 953. March wheat's up three and a quarter at 533. July new crop three cents stronger, 545 a bushel. Dairy-wise, barrel cheese on Friday was up a penny and a half to 131. 40-pound block cheese, that was up a penny and a quarter to 140 and three quarters. While the double-A butter gained a penny and a half to close the week, 219 a pound. Fluid milk's pretty quiet overnight. January still uh, unchanged at 1422. February milk unchanged at 1465. March closed three cents lower on Friday at 1506 a hundredweight. Still got to get out to July of 2019 before we see any fluid milk contracts that touch or break that $16 mark. Hey, we were talking about the new changes coming to the Farm Bill for Dairy, the new Dairy Margin Coverage Program. Talking with uh, Mike North on Friday, he thought this was an excellent opportunity for producers to uh, use it as another tool. I want to remind you, starting right away in January, January 3rd, Dr. Mark Stevenson, uh, director of the UW Center for Dairy Profitability, is going to be hitting the road trying to explain to dairy farmers what this new dairy margin coverage program has in store for them. Uh, if you want to see a complete list of all the meetings starting in January, continuing through in March, that Dr. Stevenson's going to be conducting with university extension staffs all across the state. I've got it up now on my website, fabulousfarmbabe.net. He'll start off in Greene County on January 3rd at 1 p.m., just to give you a sense of 
geographic uh, direction. We'll take a quick break. Coming back with more food news you need on a Monday. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help identifying an armed robbery suspect. On December 8th at 6.17 p.m., Madison officers responded to the Walgreens at 5702 Raymond Road on Madison's west side reference a robbery in the parking lot. A 76-year-old male was in a vehicle with four of his family members preparing to leave the lot. The robber walked up to the male, pointed a handgun at him, grabbed him by the throat, and threw him to the ground. The suspect rummaged through the vehicle and stole three purses before fleeing the area on foot. The 76-year-old victim was transported to the hospital for minor injuries. The suspect is described as a black male dressed in all-black clothing and armed with a handgun. If you have any information regarding this armed robbery suspect, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward. My name is Charles. I'm 38 years old. My name is Charles. I'm 38 years old. One day I had a sudden headache. I had a headache. Suddenly my arm went numb and I felt confused. My arm went tingly. I knew I was having a stroke. I didn't know what was going on. I told my wife and she dialed 911. I didn't want to miss work, so I went. The ambulance arrived just in time. I had a stroke on the bus. Because of quick response, today I'm on my way to a full recovery. Today I have partial paralysis. Seconds made all the difference. Seconds made all the difference. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You can make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. Time lost is braid lost. For more information, visit PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. The only person who can actually find the needle in the haystack. Wow! This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. I don't know if I brought it up for you last week. Uh, former U.S. Ag Secretary Bob Berglund passed away last week. He was 90 years old. Boy, oh boy, he served as our U.S. Ag Secretary under the Carter administration. He passed away at his home in Rosso, Minnesota. He was a farmer himself. He also served three terms in Congress representing Minnesota before he got the call from uh, former President Jimmy Carter to become his Ag Secretary. And Berglund, uh, prior to uh, his death, had said the one thing he really remembered was when he got mobbed by farmers in his office at USDA. They hit him with eggs. It was a discussion over government policies, government prices, and they were not happy. And Berglund said he remembered that very, very well. Well, are you remembering that we're in the holiday tradition? Yeah, that's right. A lot of folks I saw them over the weekend had a Christmas tree strapped down on top of the car and headed home. Well, land-grant university researchers are working with Christmas tree producers to make sure that in the future you're getting an even better tree. Fellow farm broadcaster Rod Bain brings us that. Genetic breeding of seed for desired traits is an important part of the success of the Christmas tree industry for both producers and consumers. But what are both groups looking for in that special Christmas tree? 
and the seed that comes from it. West Virginia grower Jim Rockett says for Christmas tree producers like himself. From the farmer's perspective, what we want is something that will grow quick, something that will produce premium trees so we have less calls and less number twos. Meanwhile, traits consumers are looking for in Christmas trees are trees that have good color, form, and then we also have needle-holding characteristics that you can genetically pick certain trees that the needles won't come off of up to three, four, five months after you cut them. So those type of things are very, very important to the consumer. Yeah, it's current genetic research between land-grant universities and fellow Christmas tree growers is producing promising new seed varieties, and as a result, desirable trees. I'm Ron Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Thanks, buddy. So when you're heading out to uh, harvest your Christmas tree, your real Wisconsin Christmas tree, take a moment, maybe talk to that Christmas tree producer if they've got time, and ask them what they see on the horizon as far as future Christmas trees. We'll take a break. Back with more in a moment. In farming, getting things done early has a way of setting you up for success, like using Corvus for an early season win over weeds. Corvus keeps even the toughest weeds from gaining a foothold. Multiple sites of action deliver superior control of emerged weeds. And later, Corvus reactivates with just a half inch of rain to take out any new weeds that may have sprouted. So get an early season win against weeds with Corvus for end of season rewards. Always read and follow label instructions. Corvus is a restricted use pesticide. Time's running out on you joining us on our agriculture adventure to Holland in April. I'm PM Yankee. Yep, that's right. Space is limited. We had great travel meeting turnout. So if you'd still like to join us for that agriculture adventure, April 5th through the 13th, you need to call Holiday Vacations today, 800-826-2266 and get signed up. See, when you travel with me, we always limit our space so everybody's traveling comfortably. Remember, we all travel together. You don't have to go by yourself to a specific destination. We'll all leave the Madison area together. And third, remember, you're not only getting the standard tourist visits, like the canals of Amsterdam, Kukanoff Gardens, and the rest, you're also getting agricultural highlights only with me, a Belgian horse stud farm. We'll see the Gouda cheese market. But you've got to call today, 800-826-2266, holiday vacations. And Holland in April with me. It's great to have momentum, and momentum creates opportunity. I'm Shannon Latham, inviting you to grow with Latham High Tech Seeds. Consistent wins in regional first trials, and more important, consistently helping farmers improve yields in their fields, enables this family-owned company to continue our 70-year tradition of independent options. And you can help. Join the family as a Latham Seeds Rep. Let's talk at 877-GO-LATHAM. 5.53, and we're running out of time real quick. I just want to remind you, this week there is an excellent program coming up Wednesday and Thursday, hosted by the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin. It's the Dairy Food and Policy Summit, and they have got a fantastic lineup of guest speakers, including Undersecretary Greg Ibach coming in from USDA. Uh, it's all about the influence consumers have on what we do in agriculture. And I love one of the phrases that they use. If you're not at the table, you're on the menu. They're bringing in Wisconsin Ag Secretary Sheila Harvsdorf. They've got Matt McKnight from the U.S. Dairy Export Council that will be there. Chad Vinson from Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. They'll focus in on the updates on our Nutrient Management Plan 151 that could impact Wisconsin farmers. It's all Wednesday and Thursday, hosted by the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin 
at the Sheraton Hotel in Madison. Starts with registration 12.30 on Wednesday, continues into the evening hours, then starts again on Thursday from 9 until 3. Go to pdpw.org if you want to see the lineup of the great speakers for their food and policy update Wednesday and Thursday. All right, we're all out of time for a Monday morning. I'll catch up with you same time, same channel tomorrow morning. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. So right around the time that my clock hit daylight savings time, my attitude hit holidays. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee here for my friends at Zimbrick Chevrolet Main Street Sun Prairie. Oh, I've already been over there because this is the time of the year where you're going to be out on Wisconsin roadways when Mother Nature doesn't necessarily treat your ride kindly. Whether it's going up north for deer hunting or visiting family and friends through the holidays, make sure you're ready. So head on over. All through the month of November, Zimbrick Chevrolet's got Black Friday savings. You don't have to wait until the holidays to make sure you're ready. And don't forget, Zimbrick Chevrolet has the best price guarantee. If you find a better deal, which I don't think you will, Zimbrick Chevrolet will best it or pay you $500 cash. Whether it's winter tires or windshield wipers and fluids, get that service call in for savings today. Zimbrick Chevrolet. Main Street, Sun Prairie. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters down instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. In the next 60 seconds, 156 people will be added to Earth's population. Many will face a life of poverty, hunger, and poor health. At some point, planet Earth may no longer be able to sustain our world's population. But overpopulation is not just a numbers game. It's also about a better quality of life, which includes access to basic health care, food, clean water, and a sustainable balance between people and our natural resources. If you think overpopulation is such a big problem that you can't make a difference, think again. Population Connection is the national grassroots organization that believes through education and information, individuals can make a difference. Take the time to make an investment in a better, safer, less crowded world. Even small choices can make an impact. To learn more, visit populationconnection.org. That's populationconnection.org. A public service message from Population Connection. For over 26 years, Chalmers Jewelers has been creating the finest custom jewelry around. I have traveled the world to ethically source the highest quality natural gemstones Wisconsin has ever seen. If you're looking to create a stunning engagement ring, a family heirloom, or a new signature piece for yourself, Chalmers Jewelers is the place to visit. 
And the best part is, it's all done right here. Designed and crafted in-house from start to finish. Exotic center stones that took millions of years to create can now be yours to be treasured for generations. Why would you want a lab-grown anything? A lab-grown diamond, a lab-grown gemstone, when you can have a naturally, ethically sourced gemstone or diamond straight from the earth for close to the same price. Check out.